Where is my daughter now? She was supposed to be at the school in grade five right now, but she's in a cemetery. And I know I want to know what happened to my wife and my daughter. The site of the disaster, the evidence are in Iran. Nobody outside of Iran has any direct access. What about the truth? And that is a scene from one of the most important movies I think is premiering at the Film Fest this year. And I know all the A-list celebrities get all the attention. But on Sunday night, 7.52 is not a number, will premiere. And this is a documentary about one of the greatest crimes against our country. And we're talking about the murders of 176 people killed by the Iranian government and military when it bombed flight PS752 out of the sky. And if you've listened to me over the years, then you will know I have made it a point of keeping their stories alive because these are families who are promised justice and they have literally been forgotten. And in this particular documentary, it chronicles Richmond Hill dentist Hamed Esmalian's quest for justice in the murder of his wife, Dr. Parisha Egbalian and his daughter Rira Ismailian and they they like so many of those families had gone to Iran for the holidays or visiting family and when they came back their plane was taken down and of course it's important to remember I mean 55 Canadians were on that plane and there were at least 130 people on that plane with direct links to this country and they want justice that they were promised and so this particular film is part of that search for justice and the atrocity committed against those people. I want to bring an award-winning veteran Canadian-Iranian director of this particular doctor, uh, doctor, documentary. His name, Babak Payami. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. This is a, a deeply personal story, and I'm sure for you as well, um, because all of these families have lost everything. And when you hear their stories, they each have all these memories, and that's all they have. All they have are the memories and this absolute necessity of getting justice for their loved ones. What was, just before we get into to Hamid's story, um, for you as a director with a tie to the Iranian community, how, how difficult is it to make a film like this? It was very personal and very difficult. You know, making a documentary, you have to be like a fly on the wall. But yeah. I found myself like a fly on the wall of a smoldering oven of pain and, and emotion. And I fell into it. I became party mm -hmm. to, the, to, the, to the cause. And my mm -hmm. attachment, the, the friendship that, that developed between Hamid and myself, uh, we, we literally spent every day uh, since early February together until this film was finished and to this day and, and their fight continues. It was very difficult for me emotionally uh, to, to keep myself detached at the same time, uh, be there for them uh, alongside. I mean, the documentary was in a way a byproduct of me trying to make myself available to them, help them yeah. where I can to cope with this and also in their fight for justice. It's, it's not been easy. Uh, and the... No. Uh, uh, we, we've we've had a very, very difficult time between Hamid and myself, and I hope that this film uh, uh, manages to crystallize the essence, the human essence of this case that has been mired in international diplomacy and politics and uh, mm -hmm. everything else that goes with it. But, but at the end of the day, uh, it is the story of 177 families whose lives have been shattered. And what is our responsibility as a community to stand with them and with 
their cause for justice and see beyond uh, politics and the uh, legal intricacies that the Iranian regime uh, consistently seeks to abuse and uh, circumvent. Yeah, I mean, it, it is true to your point about the relationships you've, you develop with these people. I have uh, had numbers of them on the show. Shaheen Moghadam, uh, whose wife, Rostin, um, his son, Rostin, and his wife, Shakiba, also have been, he's been on this show many times. They're fighting for justice. You get to know these people and you can't help but want to do anything you can to give them a platform to make sure that their stories are not forgotten and that they're not, you know, left behind, which they have been. And so here we've got a movie or a documentary that takes you to the ground. And so I think it's hard for people to remember because it was so long ago. But after the crash, you know, uh, people like Habad, they had to go if they wanted their families back. And in his case, he went to Iran, um, you know, to collect their remains. And then this journey takes him into the heart of, of this country, of a crime scene that is being covered up. Take me through the difficulties he went through and, and what he learned and was able to get all on his own you know, while this crime was covered up? Well, immediately upon learning uh, uh, about, about this unfortunate uh, downing of the airplane, Hamid catches the first flight back to Toronto, uh, Tehran. And uh, mm -hmm. it wasn't easy. It took him three days to reach Tehran. And uh, he, was, he was hoping, as many of the other families, that this was a, a, a technical failure of sorts, an air, airline crash. But within... The first few hours, uh, everybody learned that this was, in fact, a missile attack. Three days after take, three minutes after takeoff from the Tehran airport, uh, missile uh, missiles were fired at this airplane. So from the very get go, they the the ordinary people were thrust into extraordinary circumstances. On the on the one hand, coping with loss and tragedy, and on the other hand trying to uh, find out what happened, find the truth. And to this day, it remains elusive to them. Five hours after the plane was shot down, literally five hours, there's, there's photographic evidence that bulldozers were sent to the site mm -hmm. and the site was cleared. All evidence was destroyed. There was a, a, a lack of cooperation with the Ukrainian and Canadian uh, officials. Uh, to conduct a, a normal, decent investigation into what had happened. And uh, just for Hamed to be able to bring the remains of his wife and daughter back was two weeks of uh, hell that he went through and finally managed, with help from uh, Canadian Global Affairs uh, staff who were sent over there on site, uh, the Canadian uh, Transportation Safety Board officials were sent there, but Nobody cooperated with them, and they had to leave more or less empty-handed. And by the time Hamid brought the remains of his wife and daughter back to Canada, it was clear to him that that this is this is not going to be easy to find out find the truth. And his his uh, as well as the other families, the real battle started mm -hmm. when they realized that that it's a complex set of circumstances. And they need the Canadian government, they need international organizations to be able to get to the bottom of this. And it's very unfortunate that, for example, the International Civil Aviation Organization, that is a, a subsidiary of the United Nations, their reaction was, we're neutral, 
and we won't be able to assist in any means. I even tried mm. to reach out to them for the documentary and they said, due to uh, our neutrality, we're not able to participate in an interview with you. Just for me to learn about yeah. the, the rules and regulations. So it was an uphill battle. Uh, at the same time, these families were dealing with grief and loss. And this film shows Hamid's story, but by the end, of the film, you realize that this one heartbreaking story is uh, the story of 177 other families, hundreds of people whose lives were affected by this. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I wish I could talk to you for the next half an hour, but that's sadly not the way radio is designed. But I, I, I wanted to have this on because I want to make sure that this gets some spotlight. I think, you know, the Film Fest is a platform where maybe more people will get to talk about it. They've certainly been failed by our government, by the international government. And um, and unless we keep this in uh, the headlines, they will be forgotten. And uh, they, they deserve that justice. Um, you know, we've already failed the Air India bombing families. We cannot do it again. Yeah. Nonetheless, I will we'll continue to talk about it. Babak, I very much appreciate your time on this. And um I thank you, and I, and I, I wish that this is a, a successful premiere, and certainly people hear your story and, and Hamed's story, because it does speak to all of the families lost. Thank you. Thank you very much. The families deserve our support. Thank you. Absolutely. It's all they've got. That is Babak Abhayami. He is the director of this documentary. It is premiering on uh, Sunday at the Film Fest and, and then, you know, opens to the public. I just think that it, it can't just be about all the glitz and glamour. This is an important story. It's a Canadian story. It is a crime story. It is a story of justice. And all these families have are platforms like mine or someone like Babak to tell their story. Otherwise, their loved ones go away and they get no justice. And that's not okay.